0: Hello, all Beard Inside listeners. Since we're still on hiatus from the YouTube show, here's one of our backlog of episodes that we've never released straight to audio from the YouTube channel. This was episode 73 of the YouTube show, which was originally released on April 16th, 2021. If you enjoy this show or this episode, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new Trending Topics Network.com, or most of the listening avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask you rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments to wherever you are getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside Quarantine Editions of the episode. Joining me today via Zoom once again is Kyla, also known as beer.travel.food on Instagram. Cheers. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much for taking time out of your schedule to speak with us today. I'm more than appreciative of anybody who's willing to take time out of their day to speak with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, so as we've been doing, because the world's kind of in um, COVID mode, in a pandemic, once a century type of thing, uh, we're going to share a virtual beer, though, because we get to do that. Uh, let my audience know what you're drinking. So
1: tonight I'm actually drinking Creature Feature. I don't know if you can see that. Yep. Um, so this is actually an IPA from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, it's a brewery called Good Robot. So I'm actually, I'm originally from Nova Scotia. Um, so East Coast all the way. And so I was excited to be able to get some of their beer up here in Ontario. Um, this is one of my favorites. It's a super clean IPA. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm drinking tonight. I decided to pop that open. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I loved,
0: I like the sound of that. I went with very Canadiana from Tuch de Brûlé in M-Burn. Cabana Quebec. Nice. It is a maple wheat beer. Oh. Uh, this is the first time I've ever tried this, and well, if you're a Canadian, you have maple in your beers, so.
1: Absolutely, awesome. maple's actually like one of my favorite beer additives for sure. Very cool. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, and we do a virtual a toast. Woo. Okay, let's see if I can get this today. Nah. <laughs> Ooh. Mm, maple beer.
1: Mine's got a lot of um, a lot of citrusy, lots of citrusy notes. Typical IPA.
0: <laughs> uh, this is a, a good wheat backbone with uh, the maple up front. It's a very tasty beer, and you can't get more Canadian than it's uh, you know chick or duke. So, as as Americans, I believe call it a beanie. So. Yeah, Awesome. Sure. So what brought you to beer Instagram? What's your beer story? Oh, boy. So
1: um, it's an interesting story. So I started out drinking mainstream beer, believe it or not. Um, I want to say, I guess, back in my university days. And then I met my, my, well, now my fiance, um, then boyfriend, I guess. And so he kind of introduced me to the craft beer world. And, you know, he'd just say every now and then, try this, try this. And i feel like, wow, this is so much better than my, you know, my Bud Light and my moose head, <laughs> all of these different bean streams. <laughs> and then, so he's really into stout quarters, um, really the darker side of the beer. So for me, I actually, I gravitate more towards, you know, pale ales, IPAs, things like that, right? So um, I kind of branched out from what he was kind of dishing me, here, try this, try this. And just kind of started to explore my own taste and my own um, really developing, I guess, my passion for craft beer from there. And so that's probably, I would say, where it all started. And so that would have been 2015, Um, And then the beer Instagram kind of came, I would say, I really kind of started putting some effort into it, so to speak. Um, I would say 2019, really, when all of this mess started kind of happening with COVID. And I said, you know what, I need to find some positives here. I need to, I need to kind of recalibrate, I guess, and put my energy into something that makes sense, something that I enjoy doing, because my passions of going to breweries and meeting new people and all of those things were in travel, you know, and, and things like that were all, all gone, you know? So I had to shift my focus.
0: <laughs> yeah, Well, I mean, you do mention on your Instagram, you are all about beer traveling and food. And two of those came to an abrupt halt uh, because yes. the restaurant industry uh, pretty much, I, I mean, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what Ontario is like, but here in Quebec it was everything closes for two weeks. Now, you said your boyfriend, brought, or now fiance, uh, yep. brought you into the world of craft beer. Do you remember the one, those couple of craft beer you're like, these are the, this is why I'm going to start drinking this.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, there was definitely a couple. So Good Robot was actually one. Um, so I, like I said, it was around 2015. Um, this would have kind of transpired and we would have been living in Halifax at that time in Nova Scotia um so so good robot was definitely one where i said wow i just i read this description i tasted the beer and it tastes like what i just read that's phenomenal right and so i would say they're probably the one that i um i kind of was opened up to the world on um in the world of craft beer so to speak we actually had our engagement pictures um at good robot and those are on my instagram because i mean we're both such huge craft beer fans we said What better, you know? What where else would we go to have engagement (laughs) photos?
0: That's awesome. I I love I love hearing that. You know, I've uh, personally I'm single, but I know the person that I I get involved with has to be into craft beer, or else there's really no point. So
1: (laughs) yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) That's great to hear. So good, robot. uh, Do you remember that those specific? Because you said you're more into pale ales and IPAs. Do you remember those? What are two very specific ones that you're like, this is it. These are the beers I want from now on.
1: Well, I mean, as you know, with craft beer, things change all the time, right? So 2015, I don't even, I don't know if Creature Feature, which is what I'm drinking tonight, was one of those um, beers that were around at that time um, or not, to be honest with you. But it was definitely the lighter one. So probably um, lower IBU, um, IPAs, pale ales. Um, maybe a few loggers here and there. I've kind of, I've kind of grown out of loggers, I think, um, a little bit. I'd say grown out, but, um, I just, I, I like a little bit more heavy on the flavor now, I think. Um, so they were definitely light, definitely light. I don't know the names of them now, but for sure, light, uh, light beer.
0: <laughs> awesome. No, i it. you know, uh, I've mentioned this time and time again, one of my first craft beers was Strawberry Blonde from a, a local brew pub here in Montreal called Brewtopia
1: oh yeah i've
0: been there and that was like beer can have flavor (laughs) it's not it's not drinking 40s with my friends in a back alley what's what's going on here so yeah it's it's amazing and and then it just grew from there and and i'm we're yeah i'm lucky enough in montreal to have the mondial de la Bierre. um you're you mentioned pre-show you're in barry but you're pretty close to the gta reasonably Mm -hmm. close so you have like all those festivals you can visit uh, when it's safe obviously so it's just it it continues it's really snowballs from there um now there's three in the Montreal area that I go to almost every year. So, wow. Yeah, it's, I love it. Um, it's costly. It's a good thing I finally have a job where I can afford to do all three very easily and come home with way too many, way too much merch and <laughs> way too many glasses and things like that. So, yeah,
1: exactly. You run out of covered space eventually, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, so what made you decide, uh, like, I know they're your three passions, obviously, is beer, travel, food. What made you kind of pick that and not something like Kyla likes beer or Kyla likes to travel with beer for food? You know, but what, yep. what made it is very nice and simple. I like it. It's very straightforward. What made you decide that?
1: That's exactly why, to be honest, I, I, I you know, obviously I've seen lots of beer accounts and everyone is so unique and so creative with their name. And I really just wanted something simple that really just incorporates listen this is what I'm going to be posting I'm going to be posting about beer and travel and food really as simple as that you know um and that's that's honestly that's why I just want it simple to the point what you see is what you get
0: <laughs> it's, it's perfect I mean you know uh our name started as a joke on, on another friend's web web uh, podcast where they were uh, all wine aside and I'm like, well, all beer, but beer belongs inside your body. So we'll be all beer inside, uh, which we started as a joke. And we're trying to grow the brand every week by interviewing people like yourself and and getting ourselves out there and, you know, supporting each other so that, you know, we get some of our viewers to follow you and you can maybe get some of your people to follow us. So that's, that's why it's, you know, it's one big great community. And if you notice more, some of my more recent episodes, I've been talking to the ladies of craft beer because I do believe this needs to be more diverse in every way possible. Uh, very women forward, very uh, uh, persons of color, native. Uh, just this is what, you know, I feel the craft beer needs to be. so.
1: All walks of life, you know, there's a craft beer for everybody. Right. And um, I feel the same. And I feel like um, ladies in craft beer specifically has, has really, really grown. Um, I remember when I, when I was looking at that, there wasn't, I couldn't really come across a whole lot going on, but there's just been so many, so many accounts pop up over the last year. Um, just girls coming out and saying, you know, I love craft beer too. Like I'm going to join this, this bandwagon. I'm going to join this train. And so that's been really great.
0: When it comes to your Instagram, I I love the concept when you do the single beers where you, you kind of have the breakdown where it's, um, you you describe why you're having the beer and then the breakdown of the name, the style, uh, your overall rating, which is at a 10 by 0.5s from what I'm seeing, and yeah. then crushability. What made you decide to have both ratings?
1: Oh, so when I kind of came up with, so if you kind of, if you creep, I guess, my previous <laughs> posts on Instagram, when I would do a little bit of rating, I kind of played around with what do I want to incorporate here? What do I really want to relay about this beer that I just drank. And that's when I kind of, I kind of came up with, um, with this list that you'll see in my recent, my recent posts and crushability was one of those things that, um, there was a few beer I, I had when I just kind of looked into making a rating system and, you know, I said, well, overall, uh, you know, I'd give it this, but in reality, you know, it, it is crushable. If this is a crushable beer, this is for sure something I drink in the summer, or, you know, pool or something like that. And I need, I need to relay that. How do I relay that? And I come up with, you know, I came up with crushability. Um, and I feel like that was the best possible word I could use um, outside of my overall rating. And if you, if you take a look, you'll see that they actually, they will come out with different numbers usually. Sometimes they're both the same, mm-hmm. but I might write a, rate a beer and 8, 9, you know, 9.5 or something out of 10, but the crushability could be like a 3.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so I mean, that's, and that I think is the important point is because they actually are two complete different, different ratings, right? Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I totally agree with that. It's the same thing. It's like, oh, uh, this 10% New England IPA is fantastic. <laughs> But I'm not chugging a 10 percent beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not happening. Or I'm gonna pass out uh, on my floor before I make it to my bed. Let's let's be realistic. Yeah. Uh, but then there's your, you know, your your loggers. I'm I'm a big fan of of the crispy boys as they call them now, which is uh, I always try and find a logger at a new place because loggers are just notoriously difficult to nail. Yeah. So, yeah. If, a place, so if a place nails a logger, most of your beers are probably going to be good. So. It's like, oh, it's yeah. tasty. It's crushable. Um, a lot of places ar- around my area are starting to do lighter crushable beers. I saw some of y- your fellow Instagrammers in the area speaking about the uh, Spearhead Light Lager, which I look forward mm-hmm. to trying. So yeah. it's just, I, I love seeing the, these guys doing um, the lower ABV beers, the lower calorie beers for people who are like, if you want to be a little more health conscious, but still want taste, here you go
1: or the other the flip side of that right maybe yeah. you're not you know on the health conscious but maybe you want to play a, ba- a game of beer pong maybe you want to play a game of flip cup but you still want to support local you still want to support craft beer you don't want to go out and buy a case of Bud Light you'd rather stick with the craft beer industry and I think that's part of um that crushability as well so I mean the overall rating that I put might be you know a five maybe the flavor isn't quite there maybe for whatever reason it's just not you know not doing it for me but if the crushability is like an eight out of ten great mix yeah. that up instead of your bud light for a game of beer pong flip cup whatever drinking games you want to participate yeah. in yeah.
0: Uh, i desperately miss beer pong and drinking games with friends even though i'm the age i am and i probably shouldn't be doing that all the time so <laughs>
1: <laughs> i miss it too not yeah. all the time but you know just in the backyard you have a backyard barbecue have a few friends over you know come up with a game of beer pong absolutely
0: yeah awesome uh so you said you only really ramped up the instagram in 2019 before everything kind of shut down i'm guessing you've yet to do a collab because i I did notice that you had the irish pubs uh listed as a link on your website uh have you done a collab with them or you're just kind of associated with the with that uh darcy mcgee group
1: yeah, so that's actually, that's my most recent collaboration for St. Patrick's Day. Um, that was really fun. I got to shoot a lot of really cool content um, for them. So I would say that was my most recent um, collab. But yeah, I mean, I'm kind of just getting into things on my end. So not not a whole lot on the, the collab front right now. Um but, you know, I'm starting, I'm starting to go that way. This is probably my, definitely my biggest, most memorable um, collaboration. So that's exciting for me. It's kind of a, a nice step to know, oh, hey, like, you know, I'm getting noticed a little bit, right? In this crazy sea of Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, that's, it's great. And, and uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's some other uh, uh, lady influencers here in Montreal who have been brewing beer locally. Uh, yep. with a brewery could you see yourself doing that do you have any may, maybe top three or four people or we'll say top two or three that obviously good robot that's I'm sure it's 100 you got to go back to home brew a beer <laughs> and then drag some you know drag a couple of flats back to to share with friends but are, are there maybe some local obviously um maybe barry gta mississauga type areas where you'd love to kind of collab with with some of the guys or ladies of beer and and, and make your own
1: yeah so I I would say there's there's definitely, well, I mean, we've got some awesome, awesome breweries here. One of my go-tos, and it's, I guess it's anyone who, who follows me on Instagram will know I'm a big fan of Flying Monkeys, which is in Barrie. Um, they've got amazing beer, really cool vibe. I just, I love everything about it. So, um, of course, they'd be on my list for sure. Um, one that is in Whitby, Ontario, which is in the Durham region about... Um, not too far from Toronto, I guess, definitely within the hour. Um, it's five paddles, it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, they do awesome, awesome beer. Um, very much one of those situations where you read the description and you're going to taste all of those flavors in this beer. Um, I would say they're probably most well-known for stout porters on the darker side. Um, but they have the so one that kind of comes to mind is um, they've got a coconut cream ale. And I love coconut cream pie, and it's one of my go-tos when I, when I visit there. So um, they'd definitely be on my list. Um, the other would probably be Common Good. Um, so I actually, I went to Common Good, would have been, I guess, a couple of weeks ago now. And they were able to show me around the brewery and take me on a little behind-the-scenes tour, um, kind of under the radar, which was exciting. I was happy to be back in a brewery again, for once. Okay um you know kind of behind the scenes a little bit um and they actually they are one of the breweries that they do have a good lager um and as you've you know recognize the lager is that's a tough one to nail it's a tough um a tough style and i think it's probably because it's so light and it's so easy to pick up all of those off um off flavors in the beer versus a stout where you can basically hide anything you want in the beer um so they'd probably be on my list as well um you know it's super super great people they have a really cool setup um and some really interesting interesting beers so they'd be on my list too to be honest very
0: cool so since you get to go to flying monkeys a bunch have you met andrea and or peter yet no Uh,
1: I haven't. No. And I don't know if they're, I'm usually there on the weekend, so I don't believe that they'd be there anyway. I think they're usually, you know, more in the week, but um, hopefully soon. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that once things start to open up a little bit and it's more, you know, um, accessible to go meet people, I'd like to, you know, do a little bit more behind the scenes tours and meet with some of the brewers and, um, you know, kind of get into that a little bit more too, because unfortunately when I started, you know kind of deep diving into into the insta world um things were shutting down as i as i was kind of moving along so.
0: yeah. yeah i don't even think we were 20 episodes deep before the world shut down on us uh awesome. tw- 21 and then we had to uh you know start doing uh zoom interviews uh, and then we had a little bit of a lull in september so thankfully flying monkeys because uh, craft beer bailey i don't know if you met mary bailey yeah so she's I haven't, I haven't
1: met her but I have her on Instagram okay yeah so
0: she's one of the representatives for flying monkeys and she said yeah contact them they'll totally do it and yeah. we were lucky enough on our way back from Toronto drive up to Barry flying monkeys do the interview okay. uh so you could check out the interview if you ever want to it's episode 50 on the show
1: yeah
0: talk try some wild beers like the your concept where, where you're where you write up of the the industrial vibe but it's weird and kind of cool those are the exact same things I said I loved how almost every single chair had some writing on it like the steps had stuff written it's just it's a wild like sensory overload yeah it's (laughs) so great so and I'm a huge fan of the triple chocolate uh, or the chocolate manifesto it's the manifesto
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it's one of the best stouts I've ever had so yeah it's it's great one
1: of the things that I find too is well I think really the ontario craft we are seeing in general but in terms of pricing the prices are just they're they're good prices for the most part in comparison so coming from nova scotia um you know for a a can like this um i mean this can specifically i believe is a is maybe 455 bucks um for this one can i mean i'd probably find that here for three 350 something like that in ontario so it's it's just crazy how the prices change across Canada here too. I mean, that's probably a topic in itself.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, there's, there's a local place. They're making some wild double triple IPAs, uh, you know, uh, during this they had opened two years, two years ago. And they're a walk for me, which is great. Cause I can go there, get drunk and not have to worry about, you know, <laughs> it'll take me more than 40 minutes to walk home since I've been having double and triple IPAs all night, but they're like eight bucks a can. So it's, uh, yeah. It's a bit of a kick in the butt, but it's not like I've been doing anything outside of thankfully speaking with people and working from home, so it's fairly to blame. But they fucks here and there, you know. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of kind of the working from home, uh, do you or can you see yourself homebrewing at any point?
1: So. I've tried to homebrew actually. Um, so my fiance and I tried to brew a um, actually a honey brown ale is the very first thing we tried to brew because we figured, all right, you know, it's, it's not going to be as, um, as heavy as a stout, but it's still going to be dark enough that if we have any off flavors, it should kind of help to cover them up a little bit for our first try. And it just absolutely did not turn out at all. Like not drinkable. Like it was just, you dump that. Yeah. <laughs> So That's unfortunate. Uh, that was disappointing. So it's funny. So just before the pandemic um, kind of hit, we were supposed to start a, um, a home brewing class actually in Ontario in April. And we were all set up. It was like, I think over six weeks and you go once a week. And by the end of it, you have your your beer brewed. Um, so they actually walk you through all of the um, kind of breaking down all the all different pieces of brewing and then actually guiding you through your first, um, your first brew. So we were really excited to be able to do that. And then of course it got canceled. So yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that that, ha- that will be available again so that we can maybe try that and uh, and give it another whirl. <laughs>
0: yeah. I've always said if I were to, like, I don't homebrew in any way. I, I think just the cleanup is way too tedious and I'm not, um, you know, I'm not, direct enough to like make sure it's hundred percent clean. So I know there's going to be that one part that I miss that presents an off flavor. And all my friends are going to be like, you made the worst beer ever. And then I would never mentally, it would mentally break me. So uh, I couldn't, uh, I would be more of a, you know, head of house owner type of a brewery where I would tell my brewer what I want in my beer and go and make it and do the rest. And this is why I pay you way too much money. Uh, I'm more of that part. And speaking of like the homebrew class, is that something that my own brew pub I would do is I would have kind of a mug club and where my regulars, I would, I would teach, have my brewer teach them brewing. So I always thought that was like a really cool concept to have at a brewery.
1: Yeah. It is really neat for sure. So, and I think it's the only place I've come across in Ontario that, that does that. It's actually, I can't remember the name right off, but it's put on by um, one of the brew supply shops actually. So that was interesting. I guess it's smart, right? Because then you'll be a repeat customer if you know how to brew, then you'll get more customers. So it's quite smart,
0: actually. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's incredibly smart. Okay, so you mentioned you're originally from Halifax, but you're in Bar- uh, Barry now. Now, what are some kind of local haunts they suggest if somebody were visiting either area? Let's say three from each. Okay. I, I've, I visit Halifax. Your list is carp. You have to hit these three. I come up to Barry, obviously, outside of, we'll say outside of Flying Monkeys three sure. more in the berry area that you definitely suggest i try
1: yeah so i mean berry berry's not that big um so i mean fly monkeys has to be on my list but um i would say in the general area of berry let's maybe say um within an hour i guess so one that's actually new um that kind of between i guess uh berry and aurelia would be quail um it's quail okay. brewery and it's absolutely stunning so when you have a minute look it up on instagram it it's a farm so what's interesting about quail is they actually so they grow their hops themselves um, and it when you when you drive up it's kind of it looks like a renovated old farmhouse and I don't actually know if it was a renovated old farmhouse because it looks just it's stunning inside and out it's absolutely great um and they they have like fun games outside they've got fire pits they've got heat lamps as well for the colder weather um and you can just take take your beer and just kind of stroll around to see the hall so it's kind of like a winery for a beer lover yeah. you know what I mean it's 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 quite good um and the people are fantastic the owners um I haven't I guess formally met them, but I kind of <laughs> picked up on um, after my maybe fourth or fifth visit there, <laughs> I kind of picked up with who um, and the food's fantastic and they just have great experimental beers and it's farm. It's more of a farm fresh, right? Because they're growing their ingredients. They're, you know, they're growing the hops and they're growing some of the fruits that they're using in their beer. So really quite interesting, hundred percent that one. Um, I would say one of the others and this is that's a bit far out i'm trying to think right off the top of my head um the flying monkeys is probably just my go-to and berry um we recently had beer town open now it's not a brewery itself um but it's a more of a a tap room so they have a lot of ontario uh breweries on tap and i think they have like definitely over a hundred 100 different taps of beer, like it's quite extensive. Um, and they also have a lot of uh, beer that you can you can buy and bring home with you too. So they have a, a pretty good bottle shop going too. And so they just opened. Um, that's probably the other collab that I did that's most memorable. I actually was invited to their pre opening event, which was, um, I, I want to say August, but I feel like it was a bit later than that, maybe October. But anyway, within the last few months, and it was it was fantastic, um, yeah. So I would definitely say you know if you can hit beer yes. town up for sure. Then you get to incorporate you know really a large um, a large uh, number of Ontario breweries, you know plus some of the local ones plus support you know this new yes. um, local pub that's opened right. So I would say those those uh, three would you know really fly monkey quail, um, and then you know hit up the, the beer town
0: for sure is, is tank kind of like the outside is like almost a fifties motif?
1: Yeah. You know, what's funny. So I, when they first opened and I looked at it, it kind of reminded me of Moe's from the Simpsons. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's just, cause it's, it's got kind of that retro vibe and the letters are, you know, again, kind of that retro feel. So mm-hmm. I don't know, that's kind of the vibe I picked up from the start, but um, it's, it's really a great place and they have a really big uh, kind of patio area too, which, Um, surprisingly has been open in the last month, even in minus five, minus 10, because what are businesses to do? Right. So definitely those three in the um, general uh, Barry vicinity. (laughs) Um, The other one that actually that I, I just remembered now would be Redline um, is also in Barry. It's um, it's called Redline. Um, They've got some really good beers as well. And, so their their vibe is is I guess um, like car related. Okay. So they've got a beer called like check engine and one called clutch. Um, you know things like that, right? So uh, that's pretty cool. And they have a really good wing night. I'm a vegetarian, but my fiance likes chicken wings, and <laughs> they've got <I> guess, every, <laughs> no every Wednesday and Thursday they've got. Um, I can't remember the price right off the top of my head, but it's like a pound of wings and a and a beer for definitely a reasonable price. I want to say like eight to 10 bucks, something wow. like that. Um, super good. So definitely I would say those uh, four, I guess.
0: <laughs> Very cool. And yeah. you know, you're you're back in your hometown inside of obviously you're a huge proponent of good robot as well, like you are flying monkeys. Uh, but yeah. what are some other in Halifax that you'd suggest yeah. to, to try out?
1: So Nova Scotia in general is, underrated for craft beer and i would highly suggest anyone who is a craft beer fan and can make their way to nova scotia do it because i would like they've got just an obscene obscene amount of craft breweries um per capita or for i guess space right Mm -hmm. it's such a small province it's just it's crazy um i don't know if you'd go wrong with any but Um, Two Crows is definitely one I would recommend Um, it's in definitely you know downtown Halifax area Um, they do great beers all around Um, they're not too far from good robots you could kind of hit the two of those Um, another one would be Garrison which is right down by the waterfront it's got an awesome location because of that Um, because I'm such a great uh, craft beer fan my dog is actually named Garrison (laughs) (laughs) from the brewery. Um so that would definitely be uh be another in the Halifax area. Um I'm just trying to think if there's one in my so my actual hometown is about an hour outside of Halifax. And they just recently opened a brewery in the last few years called um Church Brewing okay. and it's in an old church um I wish I brought in my bottle opener because I <laughs> that it's crazy it looks like an old church key it's about this long and I actually didn't even know it was a bottle opener I just thought they gave me this this old looking key I'm Like, go well that's fantastic what do I do with this and they're like oh it's a it's a bottle opener yeah. oh, Perfect. <laughs> of course it is <laughs> so that would definitely be the other one I would I'd recommend in that area
0: I like to bring up beercations. cations. Uh, obviously, you came to Montreal. You said the scene wasn't that you didn't feel it was that big when you came.
1: Yeah. And it may just, I, um, I am Canadian, but my French is <laughs> horrible, just awful. So it could have been too that I wasn't really looking for the right things. I may need a, a proper guide next time I go.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm not 100% bilingual, but I can get by. So if you <laughs> If you and the fiance are in the area, you've got my Instagram, so feel free to message yeah. me. Uh, I'll, I know where to send you. Awesome. Uh, but when it does come down to future beer-cations, when it's safe to travel again, when we're all vaccinated, when it's safe to get on a plane, two beer-cations you want to go on. One, very much, I only have so much money to spend as a like a realistic vacation. And let's yeah. say you won the lottery and had like unlimited funds. The super beer-cation. <laughs> so it's funny
1: because... I had kind of a super beercation plan um, for my honeymoon. And so I was supposed to get married in August, 2020, had to postpone the wedding, of course, because of the pandemic, but we were supposed to actually spend a month in Europe, just traveling Europe for the purpose of craft beer. <laughs> um, so we were going to hit uh, Belgium, Germany. Um, we were going to hit what other Switzerland, I think as well. Um, some of the some of that aren't really well known for beer because I want to know what they're doing, right? I want to know what beer they've got. Are they hiding it and it's just that fantastic, or is it just really not a craft beer scene, right? So we had kind of a full Euro trip planned. Um, so I'm disappointed about that, but um, and then of course Ireland, UK, mm-hmm. uh, we're kind of on that on that record. But I guess my ultimate would probably be just Europe, a full full euro trip just every every country in europe being able to actually stay and go to um you know some of the well-known breweries in each place that would be fantastic obviously a dream yeah. <laughs> um, it's not cheap and when you're working full-time i mean no one has that much vacation right <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be my ultimate
0: yeah I, I love that concept it's just let's you know go crazy ball, ball as i say balls to the wall uh yep <laughs> start, start in England and make your way out to like the Czech Republic and then your way back or something like that. Right. Awesome. And then like kind of a realistic vacation where you and the fiance hop in a car, you can drive, let's say six to eight hours and do like uh, an extended week or weekend somewhere. Where could you see yourself going or even just a quick flight somewhere?
1: So I, the answer to this hands down would be Chicago. I've never been to Chicago and there. Some of the, um, the people I follow on Instagram are in the Chicago area. And I just, I always see stuff that they're posting and um, just how diverse and, and how many breweries there are in Chicago. So that would hands down be one. It's not too far away from Ontario. You know, it's definitely a doable trip you could do and, you know, you know, an extended weekend. Right. Um, the other one that we kind of had planned a little bit as well um, in the last year was Ohio, which is crazy. because. Who we'll just decides
0: we're going to go to Ohio? Did um, <laughs> you just go there? Uh, so it's well, it's now it's eleven years ago. But uh, for every second year, myself and a group of the guys, we go on a sports vacation.
1: Nice. Uh,
0: and so our first ever one, we started in Cleveland. It was LeBron's first last year before he went to Miami. He had Shaqie oh. on that, so we saw the Cavaliers, and then we made our way up to Buffalo. So we only spent one time in Ohio. I wasn't. As gigantic into craft beer as I was now. Uh, yeah. But there's this place, it was across from the stadium next to our hotel because our hotel was near a stadium called The Winking Lizard. And they have oh. the World Beer Tour and they have 250 different beers in the world to try. No. Yeah. And uh, they actually have a thing, uh, like a passport. And if you can try all 250 in the year, you get like a mug and a t shirt wow yeah and i (laughs) laughed because i looked at my untapped even last year during the pandemic i untapped is my pokemon go yeah uh, and i tried 700 new beers during the pandemic Mm -hmm. so i'm like if i had a year and i lived in that city i would beat it probably in three months (laughs) like
1: Absolutely. So, or you have a few different t-shirts,
0: right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but uh, So that was cool. And then uh, recently, not recently, I mean, three, it, coming on three years now uh, because of podcasting, uh, we actually met uh, this gentleman. His name's Justin Summers. He has a professional, local professional wrestling podcast. Uh, and we were doing a movie podcast together and we actually made our way down for the disaster artist right. and uh, the, the, uh, a viewing of the room. So we're in Ohio and then myself and my friend, we added a bunch of stuff on we went to see a football game. We went to do this, we went to do that, but I only hit one craft brewery and it was their house, which is their big German place because we were just so busy. Yeah. But unfortunately, and then I'm starting to look and I'm like, we missed this craft brewery. We missed this craft brewery. We missed this craft brewery. Oh, there was yeah. these three next to the stadium. I'm like, Oh, so, but yeah, no, just going to Ohio is kind of out of the question. Like, I mean, you're a lot closer uh, Toronto wise, you do have the great lake in the way, but right for us, it's like a 10 and a half hour drive. So,
1: Oh, it's far. Yeah. 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 I don't think it'd be a long drive for me. And, um, I, the craft beer scene there does look pretty good. I also like wine. It's it's not my first love, but you know, I'll, I'll go to a winery here and there too. And Mm -hmm. it looks like they have a lot of uh, wineries in that area. So definitely still on my list and definitely doable in a, in a long weekend. So Stay tuned for that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that.
0: for sure. Uh I mean we did try some fantastic because we did get together with our friend Justin and we did try, he he brought out some Ohio beers for us to try, and there was some fantastic beers. Uh we tried a Christmas beer from Great Lakes Brewery, which is funny because there's Great Lakes Brewery on this side of yeah. like Lake Ontario, and then there's Great Lakes Brewery on this side of Lake Ontario wow. in Canada. So uh and their Christmas beer is, you know, it tasted like Christmas. It was great. So yeah. It's uh, definitely one to, to try if you ever have a chance it's a Great Lakes Brewery. Um and, and it's funny because they do have I think their red is called like Lake Lake of Fire because they had a river that actually caught on fire, so which is always hey. interesting. Yeah. Um I don't know if you've ever been to Vermont. I'd highly suggest you check yeah. out Vermont if you ever had a chance. I have. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, I've been to Vermont. Um tried a couple of craft breweries. Um, I'm trying to remember the name, but it's in the middle of Absolutely nowhere. Like, you wouldn't, we drove there to go. So, there was, it was twofold. We drove there because it was a craft brewery, but it also um, had this I don't know if it was like the world's biggest hot tub or um, something, but it was like this giant hot tub. And if you go there to the craft brewery, you can use the hot tub. Oh. So, yeah. So, it's like, of course we're going to drive. It was like yeah. two hours out of the way, but I'm like, who cares? We're not going to be here, you know, again for a long time. Let's go.
0: Yeah, Let's just go. <laughs> All right. When the board yes, it was fantastic. Yeah, when the border opens again, we're gonna have to definitely check that out. Like normally I hear whenever somebody goes to Vermont for craft beer, it's Hill Farmstead. That's that's where you yeah. go. And the first ever time I went, that the fact that I had to wait almost an hour to drink a beer and wake up wait almost another hour to buy beer, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm never gonna do this again. And somebody's like, dude, I've waited three hours. I'm like, no. Not in, oh, there's also like sunny and I didn't have any sunscreen on and I'm bald. So that doesn't help. It's, 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 it's so hot. And I'm like, oh, but uh, speaking of, of kind of where you're supposed to, the barn motif, they actually have a place called red barn brewing and it is a converted barn. Nice. So uh, I, I love that stuff too, where you take yeah. something old, like a garage, a bicycle shop, a, um, a church, a barn, turn into a brewery. I love it. So can't I'm go wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I loved, I mean, you could tell that it looked like it was probably a bank or something where Flying Monkeys is. It obviously used to be something else before it was Flying Monkeys. So it's like, I, I, I like the concept that you're taking something old and putting something new in it, and but keeping the old at the same time. So,
1: Well, even like for Flying Monkeys, um, I don't know if you got to see it when you were there, but they have a food elevator. So the kitchen is actually um, like it's not on the same floor. Mm-hmm. So they have this little elevator. Um, there's a big elevator, but there's a tiny one that has a little tiny door and it comes down and you open this little door and there's the food. It's that's just, that's crazy. I mean,
0: yeah. But yeah, as show, we were lucky enough to get to tour, we got to look inside the brewery. So if you ever get to tour, you get to see the awesome robot arm that packs beer. So, <gasps> yeah. And, and it love looks it. like the the robot arm from the uh, Canada, the Canadian arm on the International Space Station. It looks like that. Oh, nice. So that's yeah, really cool. Yeah. As Canadians, we're just like, that's awesome. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> exactly. Yeah, 40, so year old, 40 year old male freaking out about the nerdiness of a robot arm packing beer. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. This has been great. I, I honestly have no other questions for you. Like I, I'm going to suggest everybody should definitely check out your Instagram. Um, kind of, you already mentioned everything you're going to do. So let everybody know where they can find you.
1: So Instagram is my, I would say my one and only love. So you can find me at beer.travel.food on Instagram. Um, I do have a Facebook connected, but I do absolutely nothing with it. So find me on Instagram and slide into my DMs. I love to meet new people and definitely let me know your favorite breweries because I'm always traveling.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. And when it's safe to, like I said, you and the fiance, if you want to make your way out here and meet the internet Absolutely. stranger you spoke with today and enjoy some craft beer, let me know. So.
1: Absolutely. And you, can, sure. meet
0: my, you can meet the background guy and you'd be like, wait a second. <laughs> so.
1: yeah. Absolutely. No, I'll definitely let you know. Yeah.
0: Hopefully soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, as for us, allbeerinside.com is the website. At all beer inside is all the social media. If you want to follow just me, I'm at killer Diem on all social media as well. And as I say, at the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap.